Hi, and welcome to Beautiful Truths. I'm Samantha, and I wanted to share with you the talk that I did last night at Women Talk Calgary. I tried to write down what I was going to talk about with all of you beautiful women, but there are no words. My story is heartbreaking, devastating, and true. My story is also beautiful, full of redemption, and powerful. That is why I am standing in front of you this evening, in hopes that this will give you a little piece of me, a piece of me that will allow you to heal, allow you to see the hope in life despite the beginning of my story, allow you to no longer deny yourself of the love that you all so very much deserve to feel. I'm going to bring you back to the year of 2003. It was December 18th, and my life was moments from shattering into a million little pieces that I wouldn't begin to put back together until 2014. From the moment he asked me out, I was thrilled. I had never even kissed a boy, and I was now 18, four months into my university program, and living three hours away from anyone that I knew. I never considered myself ugly, but I knew that I was never the prettiest woman in the room. So to catch the eye of an older boy, who was very good-looking, was a surprise. Our date consisted of him coming to my dorm room. As I was packing to leave to go home for the Christmas break, I still had one final exam I needed to take, which was easy. I just needed to present a poem that I had written for my political science class. Writing was my thing. He came between classes and we decided to just watch a movie after I was done packing. My first date. Every girl dreams of going on dates. I just happened to be 18 when my chance finally came. I didn't date in high school. It wasn't for a lack of trying, but being from a high school that has 200 kids in it, you can only ask so many people. It would become a nightmare that I wouldn't escape from for 11 years. Before I knew what had happened, he had my arms pinned down on my extra-long twin bed. He was sliding off my pants and his were next. I couldn't scream. Even if I tried, there was nothing. Fighting back wasn't an option. There is this stillness that takes over. He was bigger and stronger next to my 5'3 frame. If he could rape me, what was going to stop him from killing me? Moments stood still like they were 24 hours long. I let go. I left my body. I became an empty shell and was viewing this as if outside of my body. I was now dead inside, and the Samantha that had existed before, that had been so excited to have a guy interested in her, was gone. Lying on my bed in sheer pain and wishing that he had killed me before calmly walking out the room. Wondering if he knew that even though he didn't take my physical life that day, that he took away everything I was, everything I was becoming, and everything I had hoped to be. That day I skipped going to my last exam. I showered, walking in pain, down a hallway that is normally filled with teenagers going about their day, but somehow completely drained of life in that moment. Stopping to lean against the wall because my legs were shaking so badly and the pain. In the shower, I just dropped. The water ran over me, washing away what I thought was him. Not realizing that I couldn't wash him away. He would be with me for years after that shower. I packed up my car and left. I was in no condition to drive. I don't remember anything of those three hours being in my car, tears just streaming down my face. I was unsure 
of how I would handle the next couple weeks at home. I couldn't tell my parents what had happened. No one could know my dirty little secret. I began my deep, dark descent into my own personal hell. I dropped out of school. Well, actually, I was kicked out. When I went back and wouldn't leave my dorm room to attend classes, the dorm room where everything was taken away from me became my safe place, a place where I knew my secret was safe. Those four white walls would never betray me. I hated everything that I was, my reflection, my personality, my life. I hated who I was because I was no longer her. I hated who I was becoming because there was nothing to live for. I withdrew from life. I was an empty shell of a woman that once existed. There were 11 years that I suffered for, questioning myself. I call them my lost years. Keeping this deep, dark secret so the world would never know what had happened to me. In those 11 years, I had met my husband, married him, and had become a mom to two beautiful children. The hatred never went away. My husband would tell me daily how beautiful I was. I didn't believe him. I wasn't worthy of love. I didn't deserve the love he was giving me. Looking in a mirror was something that I avoided. Pictures? They were never taken of me. I avoided the camera at all costs. I didn't want to see the woman I had become. Becoming a mother was the most amazing thing that could have, that could have been possible. But my body, I was covered in stretch marks. I will even show them to you if you would like me to. I hated them. I truly hated the reflection that was staring back at me. I was ugly, fat, and just disgusting. I struggled with self-hatred for so long that I didn't even realize it was self-hatred. It was just life. I know how dark and lonely self-hatred is. It's isolating. It's as if no one can understand it. But let me tell you something. I understand it. I understand you. I know how debilitating it can be. I know how you cry yourself to sleep at night or hide in your bathroom to cry. That was me. The good part of the story, though, is that it doesn't have to be you. I am here to help you realize your worth and remind you of your beauty. 2014 was the year that changed my life. My husband and I decided that we needed to make a change. It was now or never for us. We moved our family out to Airdrie from Ontario. It was a fresh start for our family. We needed it badly. There were some people that were not helping with my self-esteem. Being reminded on a daily basis of the weight that you have gained kind of has a way of kicking you while you are already at the bottom of a deep, dark hole. It was a few months after we moved here that I realized it wasn't just a fresh start for my family. It was a fresh start for me. I could reinvent who I was or who I thought I should be, but I had no idea how or where to begin. There really is no big manual for how to start your journey to self-love, so I had to create my own manual. This is me sharing my secrets. Well, they really aren't secrets, but they are the ways that I used to throw away that self-destructive, self-hatred bullshit that I put up with for 11 years. To begin, I had to admit to the world why I hated myself in the first place. Dig deep and share my secret. I had told no one except for my husband what had happened to me on that December day. So I started a blog. What better way to begin healing than starting a blog? My life has always been writing. I say that it's my superpower. 
It's something that I'm good at. At least I think I am. So I told the world. I shared my story. And you know what? People listened. I began to get a following. And in the local area, women would read my blog. This was the only the beginning of my life-changing experience. Now to move on to the actual hatred. I needed to find a way to shut that down. I had lived with it for so long that it was second nature. However, I came to realize that most of the words that were being replayed in my head were not even words from myself. They were the words that I heard others say about me, words that I had felt after the rape. They burned themselves into my brain and made me believe them. I went along with them thinking that they were the truth of who I was, that the number on the scale made me, me, when in reality, None of those words were who I was. So, if you're struggling with self-hatred, I'm going to give you a couple steps that I took to get out of the mindset of pure hate. The first step, which is incredibly painful and horrifying, but I still do it to this day. Get naked and look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that you are beautiful. The first time I did this, I cried and cried. I didn't even last two minutes of the five-minute goal I set for myself. I truly hated the reflection that was staring back at me. I persisted. I did it every day, and I soon realized that I could look at myself without crying. I had to step it up a bit, get deeper. I began by picking out a body part or body feature that I hated. For me, it was my stretch marks. I had two sets, one from each baby I had up until that point. I made myself name the reasons why I loved my stretch marks. Why? Can you give me reasons why I love stretch marks? For me, I carried two humans inside of my body, something that women all over this planet go, don't get the chance to do. And I've had years and years of memories made by those tiny humans, watching them take their first steps to going to their first day of school. So much more can be said. I want you to go home tonight and do this with yourself. Choose a different body part every day. List all the positives about that one body feature. We need to begin to change the words in our head if we ever want to change how we feel about ourselves. Words have such a huge impact on what we feel about ourselves. It's time to turn those words into good and use them to our advantage. The next step I'm going to give you is probably even harder than the first. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for all the years of hate for allowing yourself to believe the words that were on replay in your head. Forgive yourself for allowing those in your life to say those things to you and not stick up for yourself. Forgive yourself for not stepping in sooner and changing your life. This journey is all about you. Freeing yourself from the burden of doing this journey alone. You are never alone. I can now look at myself in the mirror. My worth is no longer measured by what is staring back at me or the number that is on that scale. I am beauty. I am real, raw, and powerful. I am me, and I am proud as hell to be her. This is a Samantha that I never imagined I would be. Standing in front of you, bearing my soul, sharing my pain, sharing my salvation with you, in hopes to allow you to begin being your own hero. I want to leave you with this. You are beautiful. You deserve to feel beautiful. It's time to put yourself first. Your journey is just beginning and the road to self-love is beautiful, painful, 
full of tears and full of moments where you want to shut down and not go on another day. But when you look back at your life one year from today, you will realize all of the growth that you have accomplished. You will know that all of your pain was meant to bring you to something greater. That no matter what has happened in your past, you are strong, beautiful, and empowered. Remember that you are never alone in this journey. I am right here alongside of you, cheering you on, and reminding you of your self-worth when you begin to question it. Thank you all very much.